Hello again, friend. Did you check out the Decoding Obesity community yet? This is yet another resource that you do not want to miss out on. I wanted to create this closed community for people with obesity where we can discuss all things obesity openly. You can sign up by going to www.decodingobesity.com forward slash Facebook. This is the Decoding Obesity Podcast, where we simplify, demystify, and decode obesity, helping you lose weight and feel great. So gear up for a fascinating journey through this ever-evolving field, and let's see what we find. And please remember that the thoughts and opinions on this podcast do not constitute medical advice. Don't forget to visit our website, www.decodingobesity.com, for show notes and more info. And now, here's your host of the Decoding Obesity Podcast, Dr. Avishkar Sabarwal. Have you heard people say that they're drinking green tea to help with weight loss? Hi friend, welcome to this episode of the Decoding Obesity Podcast. Today I want to talk about green tea and the science behind its utility in weight loss and weight maintenance. Let's begin by talking a bit about the different types of tea. So all types of tea come from the leaves of the same plant, which is scientifically known as Camellia sinensis. The leaves are processed differently to produce the different types of teas. Now teas are classified into either unfermented teas, which are the green tea, white tea, semi-fermented teas, which is the oolong tea, and fully fermented tea, which is the black tea. Because of this processing, the chemical composition of the bioactive components is different in the different types of teas. The predominant chemical components in unfermented tea are the catechins and caffeine, while in semi-fermented and fully fermented teas are theoflavins, theorubigins, and caffeine. Green tea has long been under investigation into the preventative health effects of tea because it contains the highest levels of phenolic compounds and retains the highest antioxidant capabilities of any major tea type. The major bioactive agents in tea thought to help with weight loss are the catechins and caffeine. Now EGCG is a short form of one of the catechins which is the most predominant and seems to be the most important of the tea catechins. The effects of tea and its constituents on body weight has been studied extensively in animal models. Most of the studies showed that an oral administration of green tea extracts or EGCG significantly reduced the gaining of body weight and or the adipose or the fat tissue in the body. Not only that, they've also been shown to lower blood sugar and insulin levels and improve insulin sensitivity in animal studies. Now, several mechanisms have been proposed for this beneficial effect of tea. The active compounds in the tea inhibit some of the enzymes in the gut that lowers the rate of absorption of the fats and sugars which are ingested. These catechins may also stimulate thermogenesis that is heat production, causing you to have increased energy expenditure in the form of heat. Not only that, some recent studies also suggest beneficial role of these compounds on the gut microbiome. You see, most of these tea polyphenols pass through the gut unabsorbed. This in turn causes them to eventually come in contact with the gut microbiome and there they may reap benefits from these tea molecules. Besides this, there are some mechanisms proposed by which these catechins may increase fat oxidation as well, that is burning of the fat within the body. Caffeine itself also exerts a thermogenic effect that is increased heat production and hence the energy expenditure. Now several studies conducted even in us humans have indicated that consumption of green tea or its extracts may exert beneficial effects on obesity in us as well. For example, there was a multi-center study from Japan looking at the effect of green tea extract on obesity and cardiovascular risk. 
the researchers enrolled 240 people for the study. They found that a continuous ingestion of green tea extract high in catechins led to a reduction in the body weight, the systolic blood pressure and LDL cholesterol. I came across another study that I want to mention here. The researchers wanted to look at the effect of green tea and caffeine mixture on weight maintenance after the body weight loss in moderately obese subjects in relation to their habitual caffeine intake. So they wanted to see if there was any difference in people who consumed higher amounts of caffeine during the day habitually versus who consumed lower amounts of caffeine during the day. Now maintenance of the lost weight is slightly different from weight loss itself. This was a randomized placebo controlled trial which was also a double blind trial which means that neither the participants in the trial nor the people actually administering the supplement or the placebo to these participants knew whether they were getting the placebo or the green tea caffeine mixture. Double blinding is done to prevent a bias from occurring when people know what they're actually getting. If people know they might change other parameters in their lifestyle consciously or even unconsciously which may cause the effect and may not necessarily be due to the product being tested. So double blinding helps negate this. Coming back to this trial, so this trial actually enrolled 76 overweight and moderately obese subjects who were actually matched for their sex, their age, BMI, height, body mass and habitual caffeine intake. A very low energy diet was initially given for the first 4 weeks to help them lose the weight and following this, they were followed for 3 months for weight maintenance. During the weight maintenance period, these people actually received either the green tea caffeine mixture or a placebo. Interestingly, the study was done as a follow-up to another study done by the same researchers. In that prior study, they had found in a post-hoc analysis that if the subjects were divided into either habitually low caffeine consumers or habitually high caffeine consumers, a stronger body weight maintenance after the body weight loss was noted in those low caffeine consumers compared to the high caffeine consumers. So the researchers did this follow-up study to figure out if this was really true. In this follow-up study, the researchers found that while habitual high caffeine intake was associated with initial greater weight loss and a relatively higher thermogenesis and fat oxidation, a mixture of green tea with caffeine was associated with greater weight maintenance in the low caffeine consumers. This means that people who were habitually taking low amounts of caffeine had a better weight maintenance with this green tea caffeine mixture than those who were habitually taking higher amounts of caffeine during the day. There have been several meta-analyses also that have been done, they have pulled the data from various trials and have concluded that there is some beneficial effect of green tea extract. For example, one meta-analysis of six human trials showed improvement in blood pressure and reductions in abdominal fat accumulation by consumption of green tea catechin containing beverages for 12 weeks. The subclass analysis also showed improvement in the rates of metabolic syndrome due to consumption of green tea catechin containing beverages. There are also studies that have reported a decreased risk of stroke and coronary artery disease associated with tea consumption. A green tea has been shown to decrease plasma cholesterol levels and blood pressures as well as improve insulin sensitivity and endothelial function in humans. But hold on, before you get all excited and start chugging down green tea, it is important to note that while these results have been statistically significant, the actual effect in most of these studies was very small to be clinically significant. What I mean by that is that while in a study a weight loss of 1 kilogram may be statistically significant, but such a small weight loss is not necessarily clinically significant. Additionally, it is important to note that not all studies done on this have shown a significant impact of green tea. In the end, I would say a lot of studies do show positive impact of green tea extract, but please be careful and aware of what you buy. If you do choose to try green tea, 
I would say probably your safest bet is to try the traditional green tea. Even if you start taking green tea, do not expect miraculous results. Lastly, green tea alone will probably not help you win the battle over obesity. Well, that's all we have time for today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'll see you all next time. You've been listening to the Decoding Obesity podcast. Please remember, the information in this podcast should not be used in any legal capacity whatsoever. The thoughts and opinions expressed on this podcast are solely of the host and his guests and do not constitute medical advice. Views and opinions on this show do not necessarily represent the views and opinions of any organization. And that brings us to the end of the show. Thank you so much for listening in. Don't forget to visit our website, www.decodingobesity.com for show notes and more info. And if you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to rate, review, and subscribe on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Until next time.